Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, we are joined in studio now by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Zach. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Uh, can't complain. How is your uh, How is your fourth? My fourth was excellent. Uh, we're very appreciative in the city of, we always have a really nice fireworks show and the weather cooperated this year, so it was nice to actually uh, have the show on Independence Day and we appreciate Davidson, Davidson, Forbus and, and Umbaugh for honoring our longtime city attorney, Arnold Umbaugh. And they, they donated the fireworks this yeah, year. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, the weather cleared up perfect for those two days for us. So that was uh, that was great. Absolutely. I am from California, and the fireworks shows always freak me out a little bit because in that state, when you do these, everything catches on fire. Uh-huh. Or when people are shooting off fireworks at their house, and we're fortunate in Alabama, things are a lot wetter. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it definitely the humidity some... helps out every now and then. A- absolutely. It saves a number of things, but I still have a hard time sometimes wondering if something's going to burn down. But... Sure. No, I, I think. I think that's a reasonable thing. I mean, you're shooting fire into the sky, so I think that's a reasonable exactly. thing and to our, be cautious about. Our fire division, as usual, is always on standby for everyone, and I'm, I'm glad we had a safe holiday. Right, absolutely. All right, so discussing last night's city council meeting, let's start with uh, Committee of the Whole. What was discussed there? Uh, pretty routine Committee of the Whole. We did have three appointments to the Auburn Downtown Redevelopment Authority. Sometimes there's some confusion about what this group does. It's really a, a financing group, not a policymaking group, so... Uh, the only project that they really have and they've had since 2015 is the city had acquired the former train depot, which is now known as the depot restaurant. Yeah. And so um, that is a lease purchase arrangement uh, with the owners of the depot. So that's the only activity it has. So it's really a financing board meets rarely. But Nancy Davis, uh, Thomas Sparrow and Marlene Bowman were all reappointed to that board. There was a little light discussion about uh, some citizen concerns about parking at Auburn High School and uh, some discussion also just about talking with the schools about that, and and that was about it for Committee of the Whole. Okay. All right. As we work our way into the regularly scheduled meeting at 7 o'clock, what were some of the early parts of the meeting? Some of the early parts of the meeting, we had basically our consent agenda was fairly routine. I know the mayor may have discussed yesterday a few things. We're always appreciative of Sohan Auto. Uh, they're in our Auburn Technology Park West. They invest. They're investing another six point six million dollars in equipment and building, um, and employing ten additional people. And it always sounds. I've I've had some people say to me, "Well, geez, these industries are doing these small expansions." Well, I don't know about most of you, but six point six million is a lot of money to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And these all add up over time. When I when we started in the middle '90s in major industrial recruitment, where we really had. A, a bunch of property that we finally put in inventory. We were kind of at a very low capital investment and in job creation, and you know now we're over two billion in investment from our industries, and that's a lot of property taxes and other things helps our schools. So I'm really proud of our industrial efforts. Um, we are employing a lot of people as an employment center, and we appreciate the continued investment of our industries. It's a good sign of our healthy local economy. Um, the other thing is I we authorized some temporary street closings for the Pine Hill. Lantern tour put on by the Auburn Heritage Association in October. Uh, it'll be October 14th and 15th, 2021. That's an excellent event if you've never attended. Very interesting, something to learn and good for the whole family. Okay. Um, and then continuing on through, I mean, we had a number of purchases. I know those don't excite people, but we very much uh, have to do certain things. 
by some traffic signal poles. We're going to do some widening and turn lane changes at Sanford and College, Gay and Sanford, and put a median in on College. And that that street will that street that <laughs> project will be starting in the fall. And I know people get excited when we start. Uh, construction projects in the fall, and as you can see, we just have a lot going year-round right yeah, now. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I mean, there's no like perfect time to do it. No, and I am getting some questions about the 280 work as well as the Farmville and College Roundabout. I need to remind everyone those are Alabama Department of Transportation mm -hmm. projects, so the city asks questions. We appreciate ALDOT or Alabama Department of Transportation working on those projects. They are still reporting to us that they believe that the Farmville and College Roundabout will be completed by the end of this month. Okay. Uh, but I don't have the latest update on the 280 improvements. If you've been up there at, at North College and 280, you'll notice they did put the traffic signal poles up and there is wire strung so that it's getting closer to that signal being in and then I think they will complete the rest of the work. Well, what's the rest of the work that's going to be done up there? By well, they've got a – if you didn't notice or haven't driven up there, they've shaved the hill down. So um, it's really nice. Now you have a traffic signal and you can see better. Mm. So they shaved the, the hill. Um, some people call that southbound lanes. Other people call it eastbound lanes, de depending on directionally. <laughs> Challenge <laughs> out, I would call it eastbound lanes. So yeah. the lanes closest to the main Auburn side have been reworked, and they'll go in and resurface the other side, the westbound lanes, um, and – Call it good. I haven't been over there in a while. That's great. That's fantastic. We're joined this morning by Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager. We continue our conversation next. Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby joined by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch, recapping last night's city council meeting, which you can hear every Auburn City Council meeting live right here on News Talk WANI. All right, what else was discussed last Just night? Just a few other interesting purchases. We we did buy an expensive lawnmower for the soccer complex. We've made a lot of improvements at the Auburn Soccer Complex. And, and while we spent some money on a new mower, it doesn't sound exciting to the general public. It is nice because this will allow the complex to be mowed three times a week by one person instead of two times a week by three people. That's a big deal. Yes, and we've worked really hard. The soccer fields were not in a condition that we were proud of in the early spring, and they are in great condition now. We've worked hard. We shut down play, and this mower is part of that long-term maintenance. We consulted uh, with a number of experts, turfgrass experts at Auburn University, and that this is just part of the piece of the puzzle. So, And we're looking forward to – League play, club play, and then a bunch of tournaments in the fall. That's cool. Um, continuing on, it's normal. We declare some of our public safety equipment as surplus at times to help other volunteer fire departments. This is, uh, we did declare a pumper truck, a 2010 truck, a surplus, and that's normal. We either sell things on an auction or we sell them to volunteer fire departments. In this case, we did this with one of our pumper trucks that we're no longer using, and that's been a good deal for them. And then other than that, we have a... Development agreement that was postponed last night is for Plainsman Lake development, which is out on Highway 14 between Webster Road and Shigdurden Parkway, okay. or just west of the Solomere subdivision. Uh, the city council wanted to give the residents of Solomere a little more time to review it because our agenda came out on, on Friday and it was a holiday weekend. I always like to remind everybody there is no in intention by us of putting out agenda things on a holiday weekend it is our schedule we meet the first and third tuesdays of the month and that's that's when the agenda goes out right sure so other than that we did do, do people do people complain about that 
In my tenure at the city, last night the request, uh, and very understandable by the neighborhood through their council person, was, hey, just give us a little more time to digest this. You know, we got it Friday, and, and it's it's Tuesday. Um, but in my tenure, especially around Christmas, there's there's a lot of questions, and I think people need to understand we've got business to conduct 12 months out of the year. Right. And it's often hard. People are waiting on a number of things to, to slow things down because of holidays. So we do, do put things out routinely when they're scheduled to go on the agenda. Okay. All right. So the other thing is we finalized some zoning ordinance amendments, a little cleanup for short-term rentals. Uh, we will begin issuing business licenses immediately for those eligible. We will also uh, be moving moving through and dealing with some the enforcement side for those who are not eligible uh, to be operating short-term rentals, as we have been doing for several months now. And then uh, last... What, what, what does the enforcement side of that look like? Uh, the enforcement side is just more reminding people if you're not eligible to get licensed, um, you need to you need to stop your short-term rental activity. And then there will be various and sundry ways... Um, that we will go through, and we don't often divulge all of our enforcement capabilities because we're not trying to to um, tip off everyone to what we're doing. But when the city council makes a law, the staff is required to enforce it, and that's right. that's what we're doing. Got so um, the other thing is we also adopted some parking fees for the Wright Street parking deck. Um, that project will open at some point this month. We're just waiting on one minor uh, one minor change in an elevator we've got a mechanical change where we need to um, put a swipe card system in one of our elevators to okay. allow access to a to a lower floor that is not not for the public to hang out in and that's just a basement level where we have a bunch of mechanical stuff and then our partners that have been so great to work with the Baptist Student Union they're in the process or will be in the process of moving in and we need to let them get their move in complete before we open the deck just so that they've got a little space to move in and so we're looking forward to that. But that, that parking deck will operate differently. It'll be a dollar an hour um, with a $15 daily maximum in a 24-hour period. But it'll be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, year-round. We're charged for parking. There isn't a time that it's a free parking situation. Sure. And there'll be the ability on game days for us to charge a flat rate. And we haven't quite determined yet we will be in the next 30 days how we're going to deal with game day. Yeah, I mean, that is a that is going to be an awesome feature to downtown. I think people are going to be very happy with that. Yeah, it's. I'm excited for the public to get in and see it when we are ready to open it. It is a very spacious parking garage. It doesn't have walls in the middle where you can see through it floor to floor the stairwells you can see through are reminded people we have over well we have 50 cameras in that parking deck they'll be monitored by public safety they're in the stairwells the elevators on all the floors and this is for people it's a 24 hour a day parking garage and we want them to feel safe yeah that's in huge. there um of course everybody needs to be mindful of their surroundings but we wanted people to feel as safe as possible that they could be seen and so unlike a typical deck um, the stairwells, you can see people walking up and down the stairs from every floor. They're not enclosed. They're open to the parking area, so you don't feel like I'm in the stairwell nobody can see me. Yeah, like yeah. I'm isolated yeah. away. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. We're joined this morning by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch, and we will uh, continue our conversation in just a moment. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach Blackerby. Lindsey Crosby joined in studio by Auburn City Manager Megan Crouch. Regarding last night's city council meeting, Megan, is there anything else that we have not uh, gotten to this no, morning? No, I think we got to it. Okay, fantastic. As far as other things happening 
throughout the city, are there any things that, um, that, that folks should be aware of? Well, I would just say we're getting ready to kick off Auburn 2040 on July 15th. Um, and it's the people that signed up for Auburn 2040 will, will be attending a kickoff meeting. It is not, not a general meeting open to the public as we're, we're just getting started. All the, the group meetings will be open to the public, but this initial kickoff is next Thursday. We're looking forward to getting that process started. We also have a neighborhood conference coming up in August, uh, and I believe it's August 10th, and we're excited for people to get signed up for that, and we're talking about everything about neighborhoods. I'll kick off the conference talking about the uh, manager council form of government. A lot of people don't understand that the city manager is the CEO of the government. Uh, the mayor is the political leader. Um, he's, he functions more like the chairman of the board, and we're going to explain all these things to citizens and give people a chance to understand better how we function and how we can be helpful to them in their everyday work. That'll be good education. I think a lot of people just kind of assume a lot of things because in, you know, Movies and TV shows, you know, the mayor is the boss all the time, it seems like. Well, the mayor is definitely, the mayor along with the other eight council members is the city manager's boss. There is no question. Sure. Um, and I apologize. The neighborhood conference is actually August 21, August 21st. The deadline um, to apply or to register for the conference is through August 10th. And so, but the mayor in, in general is absolutely, he is the only person or the mayor's position elected at large by the city. So he represents all citizens, not sure. just ward specific. And our council makes all policy for the city, all laws, those types of things. And, but it's my job as city man manager to implement them. Staff makes recommendations to the council and carries out the work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I know the, the work has finally started on the roundabout at, at Cox and Wire with well, started yesterday, right? It was supposed to start yesterday. Okay, but it, it didn't. I haven't checked. We have okay, a number of projects. Um, we have that contractor is also uh, needs to complete some work on Cox Road as well as anybody who's traversing Opelika Road. There's a lot of activity there with our Renew Opelika Road Phase Four project. It goes uh, from Gentry Drive to Sagahatchee and. Much work has been done. I think some people have been shocked if they're going to put some islands in the middle of the road. What are they doing? Well, there's a couple of main things, one of which they started some of that work and found concrete in the middle of Opelika Road. We had no idea was there. Hmm. Okay. And uh, it was a former state highway. The city didn't build that road, so that was a mystery to us. The other thing is Opelika Road's long had ditches on the side of the road, no curb and gutter, no storm pipe. And so a lot of the activity on the shoulders right now has to do with installing storm pipe. It's going to look a lot better. And when you leave driveways like Niffers, you will no longer feel like there's a big puddle on the side of the driveway or a big yeah dip. yeah so those things will be fixed i do want to encourage everyone please patronize the businesses up and down up like road in there they are all accessible and just be patient and everybody slow down in the area but we need um during construction please don't fear patronizing those businesses you know they they are open and, and ready to serve you yeah you know that that whole area of opalike road is going to look so nice mm -hmm. once once this is all done which obviously has been a long goal but yeah mm -hmm. i think it's going to be great it's a long goal and the midtown development is something we never thought 14 acres of opalike road would redevelop to that level so i think a lot of good things are going on out yeah. there and i'm i'm excited for that project to complete but yeah people um, can't drive 45 miles an hour through there right now. They're probably 25 or 30. Just right. just be a little bit patient, slow down, be neighborly. We uh, appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. As always, we'll chat again in two weeks. Sounds good. Awesome. That is Megan Crouch, Auburn City Manager, joining us this morning. Lindsey Crosby, pretty much, uh, pretty much wrapped up on today's 
show. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Good show today? It's a good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. I think we shall. I think we shall. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We will see you then. Have a fantastic day, everyone, and get back to work.